Consequence Podcast Network. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tullis, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The vibes are high today on the What Podcast. Fellow Bonnaroo podcaster, the Ruham Podcast joins us today. Ham one, ham three. Where is ham two? Growing something awkwardly on his face. Who to see, what to avoid, in the history of the Hams podcast today, Barry Corder, Lord Taco, Brad Steiner, it starts right now. Kids, a almost a uh, overbearing amount of podcasting people on the show today. Barry Taco, how are you guys? Doing great. How are you? Yeah, great. Yeah, and now I get some excitement out of you guys. Yeah. It's yeah. I'm excited today because we get to talk to us uh, uh, people that we have grown to uh, love and admire over the last couple of years as uh, their uh, show and their podcast has grown. Uh, the Ruham Kids. Uh, I didn't really know their names, uh, so I just call them Ruham One uh, and Ham Two and Ham Three. Yeah, that's that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's all right because I I keep thinking uh, Parker uh, Reed is two different people. So ham, ham one is a whole lot easier. <laughs> Taco, ta- ta- does that surprise you? No, and Barry just can't get the name right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Every time we send the text, it says Parker and Reed. Parker like, and Reed. Love, person, love those you know. guys. Hey, you know what? Love Parker, hate Reed. Yeah, Reed, yeah I don't like that Reed guy. <laughs> so we, we, got, we got Parker today and uh, Michael from the Ruham cast. Uh, we still don't know in an unidentified location where Ham 2 is. We'll talk about that with them and what they expect out of Bonnaroo. I have a feeling that they're going to have a one-track mind about who they're seeing and what they're doing this year because if you listen to their show at all, they just keep talking about the same bands over and over and over. These guys are what you would call hype for a couple of artists that I, I don't remember uh, friends of ours being hyped for in yeah. years past. Yeah, yeah. Would you say they stand? They might stand, these, these I think bands. They stand. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Now, I always get really weary whenever I hear somebody get very excited about a certain artist at Bonnaroo because we had a really bad experience with one of our campmates, Mr. Brian Stone, a star of the Stone on Air podcast, because if you love local news about Chattanooga, Tennessee, this is the podcast for you. <laughs> so Brian uh, comes and to Bonnaroo does? every year. <laughs> Who doesn't need to yeah. stay informed with half thought out opinions about the news of Chattanooga? Uh, but he he shows up to to Bonnaroo every year, and he's always miserable. He hates everything, uh, but ends up having the greatest time in his life. He will never admit it. One year he comes and he's he's over the top excited about the shins. He has just found the shins. I mean, the band's been out fifteen years at this point. He just now discovers them, and he can't wait to go to the show. Uh, so the day of the show, they've got like a five o'clock, six o'clock slot or something on a Saturday. He wakes up that morning. He refuses to do anything that day. He won't go to another show. He doesn't want to burn himself out. He won't even drink a beer. He does. He wants to be in perfect tip top shape for the shins later that afternoon. So what does he do? He sits in his car and listens to nothing but the shins all day. I mean, eight hours deep listening to the shins over and over and over. Goes to the show. Let's say it starts at five o'clock. We're all sitting at camp and we're all sitting at camp and around five twenty-five, here comes Brian Stone, looking miserable, looking unhappy as a human could be. And we're like, Brian, why are you back so early? The show's not even over. He goes, That sucked. I hate the shins. I'm never listening to them ever again. In that moment, we saw him like go through the rate, like in that hour, the range of emotions that went from the, the, the most excited he's ever been for a show to being completely depressed and hating an artist like he's never hated before. This is why I just I, I caution you to ever be all in on one band or yep. one show that you could see a Bonnaroo. Didn't he also yep. sit? He went from immaculate to mid. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Didn't he also sit at camp during the McCartney show? Because, you know, who wants to go see that overhyped thing? Oh, he, <laughs> and then, and, and if A, he never saw the show, right. but B, you've never met somebody who had more opinions about a show <laughs> that he's never seen than that guy. Yeah. He couldn't stop talking about how average and boring the yeah. McCartney show was, right. but yet, Never went. And why does everybody keep talking about it? Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone keeps talking about this McCartney show. It wasn't the best yeah. ever. Let it go. You, it's the same show you're going to see at the Georgia <laughs> exactly Dome right. in two weeks. That's exactly yeah. right. Same, same show. thing. Same yeah. show. <laughs> but they're very hype about a certain show, and we get to uh, dig in a little bit more on hashtag NAMIs. And the NAMI culture and uh, nomenclature that, that Barry just doesn't understand. I'm very excited about this place. These guys are the source. These are my go-to guys for uh, new noms. <laughs> new noms. <laughs> when, Barry, when Barry says we go straight to the source, we go to the big ones, the yeah. really important ones that can explain to us what in the world some of these damn words mean. It's where I learn everything. Yep. Yeah, I, I, we should we should have a uh, a check in every week with new words and just have Parker pop in and tell us the definition <laughs> of millennial Ooh, terms that I love Dad it. may not I understand. Like this. Yeah, I yeah. Like it. Today's guest Parker with a new just right at the, right at the end we do a, we do a new millennial word I and his it. little head just pops up in a circle and gives us the definition of it. I love it. This, this is like Sesame Street. This is like brought yes. to you by the word. <laughs> Mid. The Ruham word of the day. The Ruham nom. Oh my word God, guys. The Ruham guys, nom for the week is. I'm telling you, the, the sponsorship opportunities of this certain segment. Man, high. this is the best idea yeah. we've ever had. 
Um, so uh, we'll talk to them in a second. But first, uh, let's go through some of the um, the the news of the week. We we saw some festivals uh, get announced. We'll talk about that here in a second. But the big one is that we have Bonnaroo tickets to give away, and we are getting voicemails by the dozens each and every day uh, for tickets. Explain how we're giving away the tickets first. Go ahead, Russ. All right. Uh, to get tickets to enter to win, we want you to give, call us and give us a voicemail. The number is, Brad, be quiet, 423-667-7877. It spells okay. out had more Russ. Call that number. Um, leave us a voicemail, and we want to hear your best Bonnaroo memory, a funny story, or if you've never been, tell us why you want to go, what you're looking forward to seeing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll go through all these voicemails, which we've received many so far since mm-hmm. coming in last week with this. Um, we'll play them on the air, and we'll pick a winner. Man, he has turned into a professional broadcaster, Barry. I am so <laughs> proud. That was seamless, my friend. Uh, more I, spelled I, with I, M-O-R. Yes, yeah, I M-O-R. appreciate that. Yeah. M-O-R, no E, uh, had more Russ. Which, by the way, apparently confused a lot of people. But just just type it out, had more, no E, Russ, and you'll get right to us. Um, yeah, just look on, your, look on your phone keypad thingy. Yeah, and, and starting next week, we'll start playing some of these uh, voicemails. The festival that got announced the other day struck me because I feel like we've done this before. How about this? I'm going to give you uh, some headliners, and you tell me if this is something you've heard before. Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Ozzy Osbourne, ACDC, Tool, Iron Maiden. Does that not sound eerily like the exit 311 festival, whatever festival that the Bonnaroo Exit 111, put? yeah. Exit 111 yeah. from a few years ago? Very similar, huh? Similar. Mm, similar yeah, similar know. vibes. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the Power Trip Festival that they're doing out in the same field that they do Coachella done by the same people, Golden Voice. I, it just it struck me oh, as yeah. something that eerily similar to what the Bonnaroo people tried to do with Exit 111. And then we never heard anything back about that. Was that a COVID thing, Barry? Uh, no. I Were they ever going to do it again if, if not for COVID? I think it was. Uh, they, uh, it didn't do yeah. as well as they'd hoped, right? I mean, you went, Russ. I went for a little while the first day. Um, it was cold, but it wasn't huge. It was very small crowd. Right? On I purpose, it, though. They, they purposefully cut the size of the festival in half. Correct, yeah. Yeah, they shrunk. Well, it wasn't called Centenary, but the they shrunk the uh, perimeter down quite a bit. And I think they just had two stages. Everyone I know that went enjoyed it other than the cold. Um, mm. But I don't know. I mean, I never really heard why they didn't do it again. I, I But I'm going to guess it just they didn't do the numbers that they thought. Okay. Yeah, and I wish I wish they would bring it back. I had a great time. And I think a lot yeah. of other people did, too. I think I think they could if they wanted to they could make it into a recurring thing and build it up i don't remember if it was a covid it would have been close it, it was not covid because they announced shortly after uh last the 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 only year they did it they said we're not doing this again you know well they didn't say mm. that but <laughs> never, it, never again. you know never again yeah that's a good lineup yeah, I, I, though you just read off i mean i like yeah i, I would, would go, go see, see all those bands mm-hmm. the exit 111 fest Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard, Leonard Skinner, Slayer, Deftones, ZZ Top may not have the heft. It may, you know, tend to be a tad more southern, what Golden Voice put out, but sort of the same concept, right? Megadeth, Ghost, yeah, for sure. Coheed yeah, and Cambria, it's a headbanger. sort of the same it's a headbanger's sort of. headbanger's ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's a headbanger's ball. Headbanger's sure. ball. <laughs> 
Um, the other <laughs> festival I wanted to talk about because we've never talked about it and it kind of bums me out, but it's something that I have been dying to go to for years and even living in Chattanooga, I never got there. Have you done anything with the Big Ears Festival in Knoxville? Yeah, we've done a couple of things. Uh, that's actually okay. Ashley Cap's baby. Um, yes, it is. Yes, it is. He's very, very involved. In yes. every, I mean, he's involved, was involved in all of his festivals, but that is his... Uh, and I, he has said to me that is his his baby. That's the one he really yes. loves. Yeah. Now, why I've never been, it really bums me out. But it's this weekend. When you're listening to this, it's already have happened. But I did want to just talk about it with you guys for a second because Big Ears, to me, always had really interesting lineups but never had names like they have now. Andrew Bird, Lucius, Sunlux, Sun Ra Orchestra, and The Weather Station. Sun Ra alone is worth every penny you want in my bank account. But this lineup this year is out of control good for big ears. Um, and before, in years past, they've tried to be pretty out there. This one sort of blew me away, and it went right by me when it was announced. I don't even remember hearing the single thing about big ears uh, up until literally this weekend as it's starting to happen as we record this. So it probably is way too late for you. you go up there, Barry, if you get a few minutes. I'd love, I'd love to see what the setup is like. It's Well, it's all over town. It's kind of because yeah. uh, when Grace was, my daughter was working for AC, she would work on this, and she actually was uh, sort of involved in transporting artists from venues to venue. Um, and so it's, you know, a church here, uh, a small theater there, um, type of thing. It, it, so, and, and it's interesting to hear you say that because as, as we've said many, many times, it's always about if you know somebody on the lineup that you're really into. Sure. That's um, right. But this is, this is a music snobs music festival. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to really know, uh, you know, who you're, 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 there are not a lot of radio hits on this lineup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> put it that way. I know. Um, I know. But it, it is a intensely curated... Yeah, um, and I hate that we're talking about it right now because yeah, it has true. already happened by the time you're listening to this. True. And that's how like irritated I am about my... I'm irritated with myself that I didn't even notice. It didn't even occur to me. And I hate when that happens because if, if I, I wish we would have spent some time talking about it when it was announced and I, it didn't even, I didn't even hear. All right, anything else? Anything else going on before we uh, talk to the hams? Not for me, no. Nope. All right. Except for, uh, how's the sheetrock going, Dad? Going great. Yeah? Yep. I'm elbows deep in mud. Yeah? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tape and mud. So, which means, right. which means the drywall is up, so the worst part's <sighs> over. Good for you. Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, by the time this comes out, I will be in St. Louis. Guess what I'm doing oh, up there? I can't wait. Um, you're going, you're a big St. Louis Cardinals fan, and you're going to opening day of the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. I love birds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're taking a bus. Uh, actually, You're taking a bus, right? No, we're taking the engine taking out the of the engine. bus. Yeah. The engine is already out. We're going to drive it up to St. Louis and drop uh -huh. it off at uh, Midwest Air Cooled in St. Louis, Missouri. He's going to completely rebuild the engine. You're going to rebuild the bus's engine now. Is it going to be ready in time for Bonnaroo? Mm, I bet not. I don't think oh. so. Yeah. Mm. So um, how do we get the bus? So we, do we do we tow the bus to Bonnaroo just and just sit it there as like a, as <laughs> just sort of like a figurehead? 
Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to come up with a plan. I've been trying to borrow an engine, maybe like, you know, just build one out of, you know, spare parts. You know, it, I only have to go 100 miles, so it's not like it has you to... You can you borrow know. an engine? Uh, yeah, I've been, you know, finding people. People have engines, yeah. Um, we we started we started a couple weeks ago. We, we did a live stream where we we uh, uh, tried to strip down an engine and try to build it, and uh, it it wasn't. Uh, I don't think it's gonna make it. So uh, I think the plan now is I'm gonna tow it up to Bonnaroo. This is how little I know about cars, Barry. I didn't know you could just like swap out, borrow an engine from somebody. I know he told me that the other day, and I, I it reminded me my brother bought an MG. Uh, from somebody and it came with an extra engine which i what uh, yeah, yeah yeah like a spare tire yeah exactly and i was like that can't be good right did you just put it in the trunk <laughs> if if it, if you know you need an extra engine you're probably looking at problems but yeah <laughs> he bought a car with an extra engine <laughs> yeah. i mean taco that, that is this something that you can just do on like an afternoon and just put a new t- a new engine in uh yeah with enough with enough beer you can accomplish is anything that, in an afternoon. Is that be, is that because your the bus is so easily uh, transferable? Could I do that with like one of my Volkswagens? Is it that easy? Um, is it car dependent? I guess. Cars. Yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, you know, the bus engine is basically held in with four bolts, and you know, very little. There's there's no electronics, just about. So there's not a lot of wiring you've got to hook up. Uh, there's no air conditioning system. There's no power. There's no belts running everything. You know, power steering and all that. Ah, so okay. It's, it's it's a pretty much easy drop in. But, but and, uh, and you don't you don't think you can build one? You need you need to borrow someone. So if someone has an available engine, please reach out to us so that Russ can get his bus up to Bonner. Yeah, please, please fax me if you have an engine that I can borrow. <laughs> Yeah, fax me your engine. Fax me No, that's that's the voicemail line. The fax line is 706 line. Have we discovered yeah. what that spells? I haven't even looked. Uh, I think the uh, I think the plan now. I think I'm just gonna tow it. I'm just gonna basically. It's just gonna be like a pull behind camper. The bus is gonna be. So I'll just tow it up there. Hadwalk Geek. <laughs> I got Hadwalk Geek. Hadwalk Geek. Oh wait. wait no, a, no, wait that's not right. It's not be had cuz it's not it's not had. Sorry, it's not had. It's 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 not it's nothing cuz he can't do a zero. Ah. Yeah, damn. zero is not uh, 706 not a Walk Geek. Yeah. 706 Walk, walk Geek. Walk Geek being an engine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> walk Geek being an engine. All right, let's get into the uh the Ruham kids. Of course, you know them from the Ruham podcast available at I'm sure Ruham.com. What is their website? Uh, I don't, or at Ruham, I'm sure they've got their own. Uh, uh, they're at they're at Ruham on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. We'll put up we'll put up their social media. And okay, their good. Links. You can find the podcast. Follow them. Listen to them. Let's get into our chat with the Ruham kids on the What Podcast. Sick of being upsold at gyms. My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The vibes are immaculate, team. The vibes are immaculate. Uh, Two-thirds of the hams are here. Ham one, ham three. Hello, guys. Thanks for having us. How's it going? Vibes are are high. uh, Yeah, vibes are immaculate. They're high. They're mid. Uh, I want to start with um, where, I don't know, is is ham two growing some sort of new facial feature in a Petri dish right now? Like, what is, uh, where is he? Ham two is making sure that his companion is healthy at the vet. His mustache. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. When you Barry, say when you say companion, can you clarify that? That's uh-huh. exactly of, how I want to companion. Put it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> he did say at the vet. Taco Barry, uh, Parker sent a uh, snap of ham two the other day, and I swear to God, I didn't understand what kind of like baby woolly mammoth had just been birthed walking through this like what in the world has this kid done you go through like a quarter life crisis at like 25 27 where like you decide you know what i'm gonna go with a mullet uh (laughs) something happens you that age that you make very bad choices we we were in some kind of mood he said can you facetime brad and brad would never pick up (laughs) I'm not picking up. I don't know. I can't. I can't take that. I can't take the look seriously. How's everyone doing? How are you guys? Nice to meet you, Michael. I've never met you. Yeah, no, never met you either. When, when did you? When did you get part of the these alcoholics? Uh, I'd probably say I always have been, just you know, behind the scenes the whole time. Right. So. Are you a fe- are you a fellow ham connoisseur? I am. It's a little oh, depressing, but I okay. Love it. What, what part of the world are you in? Uh, same as Parker's. Literally, we're about. I don't know. A couple miles away from each other. Okay. So. He's yeah. from the land of sky blue waters, though. I am. Oh, is that right? Ooh. Yes. I wish I knew what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so good on the opening of the show. <laughs> it's deep in the mountains really... of Minneapolis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's where all you guys met? Is that at, right? At, in school. Yeah. At college. In, in Minneapolis. Uh, I know. Uh, in Iowa. Iowa State. Oh, Okay. Right. Barry's just saying cities now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where the land of sky blue waters is. <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on with you guys? How's uh, how's life? How's the world? Well, Michael just had a birthday, and we celebrated by <laughs> drinking the largest hams <laughs> and as few drinks as possible. So things great. Okay. Things are great. This is how you guys get ladies, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, by drinking as much as possible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so romantic. Well, you know, they do hams and Taco does PBR. So uh-huh. Yeah, it works for how, me. How's that working yeah. out for you guys? <laughs> it really does work for Taco. I don't know how, but it works. Every time Taco sends a picture of whoever he's with, I go, who is this this time? And 90% of the time he responds with, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. The man can romance anything. Half of them are named Brittany. <laughs> How many are still living at the house? 
Uh, last I checked, none. Okay. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go check the rest of the rooms. Yeah, you need to do a sweep. <laughs> yeah, you do, have, you do have a house. It's got a lot of rooms that you haven't seen in a few, do. few weeks. Yeah. Parker, uh, last time I saw you, you were in New York. You uh, came to town. I uh, showed you the sights, and then I watched you cry at the 1975. <laughs> I think the video that you have has me um, in the feels, actually. You're in the feels. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were they mid or they mid feels? High feels? Well, what, what were the absolutely you, high you, feels? How do you rank the vibes? Like, go from top to bottom, vibe like the vibe chart. Oh, like a vibe tier list. Yes, Michael, uh, it starts at mid. Uh, that's no, where it starts. No. It vibes starts start at mid. No, no, no I would that's say, like not vibes or like low vibes, right? Like, okay. Really be do I need a there. pen and pencil? Yeah, you, this, <laughs> is a, this is a lesson for. The hashtag NAMIs. Uh, Can you fax it to us? <laughs> I need All a right. pencil. Sorry, so we start at the bottom. It's mm. it's low vibes? Low vibes. Uh, the vibes are not high. It's, it's really <laughs> very straightforward. And there's a distinction, right? That's, That's a popular important. one. Vibes, okay, vibes are high. Pretty high. interchangeable. Then we go, you know, vibes are mid. Okay. You know, mid. Okay. And then... I I'd say immaculate is the very top. Okay. All right. All right. And then is there like a um, in between mid and immaculate and high? Is there like something that sort of circles the high? Not really, unless you want to use different synonyms. Mm. It's, it's oh, then we then we then we change even high. <laughs> this is very very confusing. It's kind of up to discretion. Whatever you could make something up right now, Brad. You know, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, me either. Because it would be horrible. <laughs> These vibes blow. That's what is I this mean. like? Uh, is this like when you go to the doctor's office and they point to a chart and they say, "What's your pain level today?" Like, what's, what's your vibe level today? The various smiley listen, faces. I will. I will say, yeah. Taco. It's such a good point because every time I listen to the the Ruham podcast, I do. I do sort of feel like I'm looking at one of those eye charts, where like I have to cover my eye to sort of like, what exactly are they saying right now? Yeah. You need it. a whole dictionary to get through a. Damn episode of that show. <laughs> All right, uh, so <clears throat> then you have so vibes is one thing, and then what's what's another very uh, popular uh, Parkerism that I couldn't stop getting chased with while you were in New York. I, oh gosh. We spent it. By the way, Barry, we spent an entire night where they were just talking Chinese. Like there were three of them that just were just circling around, and I couldn't. I felt I felt like the oldest man in the room. Wow! Imagine had I been there, you'd have <laughs> felt like a kid. I felt, I know. I need you around at all times, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I'm there for. Hype. Oh, yeah, you got to get hype. Sure. Hype's a good one, yeah. Hype is great. I'm looking in our Insta DMs to see what you send me. <laughs> Barry, Barry, that means Instagram. I do. I Direct know that. message. I know that one. I, okay. I know. I don't go there, but I know what that is. If Barry talks Apparently. about social media like it's a part of town that he doesn't want to happen drive through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Apparently, I tried to answer somebody just yesterday, right, Russ, and uh, did it wrong somehow. Somehow replied and didn't say anything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which is better than the last time I tried, which was Barry. I apparently put it out to everybody and didn't. Barry, <laughs> not responding to something is Russ's move. Yes. <laughs> Stealing his bit now. <laughs> All right, Parker, what else you got for us? Let's see. I, I get, I get the, gotta get the whole dictionary going here. Vibes, hype. What else we got? I don't know. It's kind of. I'm looking at the aforementioned nomenclature. Um, okay. You're, you're Hashtag kinda, nomies. These guys send me vibe over and over again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, let's start with Bonnaroo. Where is the vibe chart for overall Bonnaroo this year, according to Hams One and Three? Michael, I'd say a solid like vibes are high. High vibes, got it. Okay. High vibes. Okay. Vibes are high. Oh yeah. yeah vibes are high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, get, right. they get higher, you know, as the calendar flips through forward. Like really sure. Closer. It's like they might they're gonna get to immaculate here in the next month or so probably, but right really. Now what could what could happen to like knock them down just a peg or two? Could anything happen to get the vibes becoming mid? Michael Paramore dropping? That no, that vibes will be low at that point for me. Um, <laughs> no, Haley that, getting that, sick. Yeah, that uh-huh. would suck. Okay. Uh, Foo canceling again. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, Beth's getting deported would be tragic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big uh, one on your list, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, Number one. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, so, your, that's, that's the one, right? For me, yeah. All right. Where did, uh, let's start with um, where you guys put your vibes, your vibes being high. Uh, what makes those vibes high? Paramore, the Beths, who else? Uh, Knocked Loose. <laughs> Knocked Loose is a huge one. Um, Remy Wolf. Vibes are super high for Remy Wolf. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Odessa I've been getting super into. You know, here's the problem with Odessa. And I've seen the show. I'm sure that it'll be the exact same show that I saw. Who can just sit around on a casual night listening to that? You know, <laughs> never, have I, never have I said to myself, you know, I, I really would love to put on a beautiful plate of pasta. Let's make some spaghetti tonight, honey, and listen. What a romantic night. They have a Leon Bridges feature that I got to send you then. Cause yeah, th- that'll go well with your sp- your angel hair. I, hey, I, I think that uh, <laughs> any time that a band needs to sort of like soften their edge, they always bring Leon Bridges in. You know, like Krung, Krungbin it. bringing Leon Bridges in. Man, all of a sudden they're open to an entirely new demographic. Um, it's a smart move. Bring in Leon Bridges, everything becomes better. That'll do it. I'd can, also can shout we get out. Leon Bridges? <laughs> I'll give. I'll make a call. Can I? I'll make a call. Yeah, Leon. Yeah. I'd shout out Tyler yeah, Childers also. Love it. Why? You guys, uh, <laughs> let me. Wait no, a I'm serious. So why? Yourself. Yeah, uh, on here. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. Just that kind of brand of um, Americana and country. He's also super big around here for uh, playing events around. This I think that you only like bands and artists that look like you. <laughs> Tyler Childers and you, same person. I just found out his tour manager uh, gr- grew up with my daughter here. I think I know him, so that's interesting. What I was going to ask, though, you guys were a little bit like us. When the lineup first came out, you were, what, mid? Is that f- And then as you looked into it more, it became a little more uh, almost immaculate, right? I mean... See, this is why I'd, I shouldn't even try. <laughs> let me let me start over. When it first came out, you liked it pretty well, <laughs> and then Just as you point. got a little more into it, oh, yeah, it went up. Right? It was I'm praying to God. Went. I'm praying to God, Parker, that at some point in a professional newspaper setting, Barry writes the vibes were high that day. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you'll know my career is over. <laughs> The other thing I want to say is that what I love about listening to you guys on the show when you do this is you, you it just rolls right off the tongue. I mean, like me just trying just now was horrible. But yeah. when you guys do it, it just uh-huh. it sounds so right. That's why I love it so much. But 
But yeah. back to my question. Please. Uh, the more you uh, dug into this lineup, right, it's gotten better and better. Am I, am I right there? Well, I think it helps that for Michael and I, like, so, you know, two of our favorite groups of all time are on this. So it had that, like, immediate payoff. Which are the Beths and Paramore? Yeah, I'd yep. say so. Yeah. The Beths. Can we talk like actual human beings for a second? No. Oh, what? Tell me about the Beths and where your love of them started. Because you flew all the way to, like, North Korea to see them. Where did you go just now? <laughs> Out of Euroa, New Zealand. Okay, just to see them. No, no, that was coincidental. I promise. Oh, of course. All right. I promise. <laughs> they were actually uh -huh. touring the U.S. the entire time I was there, so... All right, so you love this band, why? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, they played our Downtown Fest in 2018, and, I mean, just, they're, they're just hooks on hooks on hooks, which is Parker core to the nth degree. Like, okay. the backing vocals are doing hooks behind the, the lead lines, and the vocal harmonies are immaculate. I mean, it's just... <laughs> Uh-huh. It's just it's uh -huh. just it's just you know some of the best power pop you'll ever hear. All right, and how many times have you seen them? Actually just once. Okay, and that was in that was in New Zealand. No, that was in 2018 downtown. Oh, okay. Oh wait, so did you even go to the show in New Zealand? There wasn't one. They were touring the US. Oh, why did I think that they were there? <laughs> That's did I read he said he said that a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I but I thought I read did, I thought one of you Hams people uh, text or tweeted that you know you were in New Zealand seeing the Beths. Did I miss that? Did uh, I misread that? Uh, it's possible it was a joke. It was. <laughs> I don't. I don't know those. I don't think so. <laughs> I can't get behind these jokes things. No, um, he, okay. Yeah. So that was it. That was and it was well, like a downtown free show, and you just got in after that. Uh, yeah, outdoor paid show, but. Um, yeah, and then what, it was a if, slow. What? It was a slow burn, which which peaked like right now. <laughs> what if the show stinks? You know, I'm willing to take that chance, and I'll be so close that I'll be going down with it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to that, I'm staking to my entire point. career on this show. Yeah, there it is. Okay. <laughs> to that point, and, and to sort of the, my point, too, those two, like I've always said, if your favorite band's on the lineup, it's the best lineup ever. But it, it goes a little deeper than that, right? I mean, it's not just those two, uh, the reason that you oh, like yeah. this lineup is what I'm, what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, and we've always talked about this, and you guys have talked about it, that the, and to Brad's question, the idea of putting all of your sort of emphasis on one act – um, can mm -hmm. be tricky at Bonnaroo, mm -hmm. right? Because so many things can happen. I mean, yeah, I, I it's almost. I would just say it's almost even exhausting to just like put so much and just like I'm here for just this artist because there's so much and just like open your ears for like maybe five minutes and you fall in love with like a new act you've never heard of before. Exactly right. If if you go, I can't. I'm I'm not going to say the name of the band, Barry, but. Um, you know, high on our list one year was a band that we adore. We walked to the show, 
and it was one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. And it has soured me on this band ever since, and it's taken multiple, multiple years for me to get over the burn that I felt um, from that Bonnaroo show. Uh, so, yeah, that's a great point. Don't put your eggs in one basket when it comes to this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, and I mean, so ma- just looking at, like, you know, my top songs of the year uh, to this day, I mean, so many of them are just groups that are, you know, from them that I didn't even see, like, Lawrence the Band, like, know through the Bonnaroo playlist. Um, that's the number one. When they ever come back, it's over for you haters. Um, yeah. Not... not- <laughs> Wait, wait, Lawrence has been to Bonnaroo? What year was that? 2016. Turns out I missed that show. I did too. You got Paramore? What, what else are you guys looking at that uh, that piques your interest? Jeez. Um, let's see. Uh, Jid is an artist that I've been really excited about since the 2020 lineup and still haven't seen yet. But I, I've seen a bunch of videos for his shows. And for hip hop, it is really fun and I'm excited for. Yeah. Uh, Volpec is an exciting one that I think our entire group is just waiting for right after Kendrick. Michael, not to interrupt, but how many, how many, because we're just now introduced to you, how many times have you been to Bonnaroo? How many, what number will Uh, this be for you? This will be officially my third. Okay. Uh, Fifth attempt, third actual appearance. So when you, so when you, when you look at videos online of Jid, right, and you see the show, do you have a you have a good feeling of how something like that translates to the farm after well, three years now? Oh yeah. Um, by this point, because it's like, for example, I will just kind of sit on a weekend and like watch the Lollapalooza or Coachella live stream just out of curiosity, and I just kind of imagine like, all right, probably on a tent, and it's probably late night, so you have like a bunch of people really giddy, just ready to. Do some crazy stuff, and it, it's pretty fun to just imagine what that's going to be like. <laughs> well, I hear Can that, I... like, yeah, like Denzel last year, Michael. I was in so much pain, but <laughs> it was a great time. <laughs> can Can we do this just for a minute? Um, you guys, uh, I mean, we know who you are. Uh, we love the podcast, but I, I'm, I don't know that I've ever really asked you guys why you decided to do a podcast and uh, what was the idea behind it? I know Brad and I have talked about it. We were sitting at lunch in downtown Chattanooga and realized we talk about Bonnaroo pretty much 365 days of the year and and thought it'd be fun to do a podcast for two months, right? And uh, here we are six years later um, and and stunned, stunned at where it's gone. Uh, what was What were you guys thinking when you decided to do Ruham the Ruham podcast and uh, what's been the sort of, uh, I don't know, what's been the result of it? I assume it's still fun or you wouldn't keep doing it, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess the 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 route is the same. Uh, you know, we are just, um, same deal, just kind of chatting about it so much. And we had this account, which is to this day kind of just a meme account. And we were like, we could put it out under this. And uh <laughs> And so there it is. And, you know, uh, Brad, we're actually kind of behind on our bat, our bi-quarterly episode. Uh, so. Oh, no. Oh, no. And <laughs> they only do an episode per quarter because, Barry, um, as they have found out, you can't talk about Bonnaroo every week. <laughs> you run out of material. They're smarter than we are. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, it, it's, it's more like it's, it's legit more like we're busy or too busy, you know. 
I went to the Beth's homeland for two weeks, for example. Well, I mean, I went to Mardi Gras. We still kept putting out episodes, Parker. Where's your dedication, well, my friend? Y'all are professionals. We just shitpost on, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't sell yourself short. I will say this about the, uh, the Ruham podcast. It is my favorite Bonnaroo podcast that also covers ham beer. Easily. Ah, thank Easily. God. Yeah. Hands top down. of the yeah. absolute top of the list. Vibes are immaculate yeah. when it comes to Bonnaroo podcast that covers also Ham's beer. And I I don't know that I've ever said it to you personally, but seeing the picture of the Rue Ham poster in that bar, that's pretty solid, man. Yeah, good, good work getting the licensing um, <laughs> to use wrong. that in public. How <laughs> 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 your lawyers cut that deal? But congratulations. It's it's our lives work. Thank you for recognizing. Yeah, you started because you you love Bonnaroo, um, but then it continues into when you get actually on site at Bonnaroo. What is your uh, camping uh, experience like? Do you uh, you guys do group and 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 what's that group turned into over the past couple of years? Michael, group leader. What's that? Uh, Michael's uh, acting group leader, so I think he could. Oh, is that right? At this point, I am. Yeah. Um, missed the meeting, huh? That's usually how that happens. <laughs> Might get cut. <laughs> Just found out. That's usually yeah. how that happens no. for me. <laughs> isn't, it great, isn't it a great taco that our group leader is Barry? Is that uh, yeah, it is. I'm yeah. so glad we decided that so long it's either, ago. It's either the only guy that shows up or the one who doesn't show up. <laughs> no, it's it's been, it's been fun because, I mean, it's basically encapsulating the whole story of, like, how I even went is Parker kept, like, poking my like my chest every single week hey you want to go to Bonnaroo and I'm like no no and then like 2019 I'm like okay I'm gonna go <laughs> it's I owe Michael kind of repeating that I owe uh, Michael a riot fest eventually um he, he that's does. his version um yeah I mean group we did group well, for the first time yeah I found your group uh I, I think I stumbled into your group camp last year <laughs> mm. yeah we saw Russ there Russ is gonna dox us uh our location Barry, he's gonna need he's gonna Google. need an explanation of what going. that means. I'm going. You can't say docs. I'm going. You gotta explain what docs means. Hashtag Namis. Right. Um, no, I think you're safe. I don't even think I would remember where where your camp was. <clears throat> That's fine. I mean, last year group doing it first time was such a big hit for us that we uh, we've been pushing real hard to reach that because we don't have like. You know, numbers like some of these other groups do. Like, Redaru has, like, what, 150, 200? It's wild. I mean, it's just our friends and friends of friends, so we'll probably be, like, around 25 again. That's I a was good pretty group. Impressed. Yeah, I was impressed with great. your group. It has great, great group size. You're not trying about... to do things with the group, though. You're not trying to all go to the same show and herd that many cats, right? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll, ha- we'll have, like, one or two. Right. How did uh, this year, I was going to ask, how did this year's ticket buying uh, experience? Did you guys dive deep into that with all the different options and the a la carte uh, type of stuff? Or because of your, the way you do it, is it pretty much the way you did it last year? Yeah, I mean, Michael, Jake, and I go before the lineup goes, so we do the pre-sale. Um, and that isn't, like, typically too busy, so pretty simple for us. Uh we're still in our mid twenties, so we're not exploring like <laughs> VIP or GA plus or anything. Man, you look terrible for mid twenties. <laughs> um, <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> That's what Hams does to you. 
That's what Hammond does to you. Oh, another satisfied customer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> product. You're, really, you're really selling it. <laughs> Put that on the sign. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. You hit 30, you graduate to PBR. Michael, you said something really interesting just now that you had Parker had to poke you to go to Bonnaroo, and you finally said yes in 2019. What was the holdback? What, what kept saying, why were you kept saying no? Well, okay. For starters, by that point, I was just kind of a broke college kid. Um, but the whole idea of like, all right, we've got a group trip to Tennessee. And it's like planning that whole idea and it's a camping fest. And I'll be forthright and say this. I normally hate camping um, in every single aspect of it. I like having a shower. I like having a bed. I like having a place to go, you know, rest. <laughs> and uh, being explained that it's not only kind of an all day, all night party, but it's not necessarily camping i was i was curious mm. so especially with like the freedom of how kind of everything works in relativity to time compared to like a city fest where 10 o'clock curfew cut off in chicago and that's it yeah what so. was now when parker was explaining this to you what about it made you say yes was it a lineup was it uh all your friends were going uh, what was eventually the thing that got you over the hump Honestly, the lineup was such a small part of it because I think I decided before like that lineup dropped. It was just this. I I was really curious about like how long music could go at a certain like festival and just kind of like. So the whole idea is you kind of bring all your stuff. You are watching stuff from like noon to like four a.m. and that whole idea at that point was just really curious to me especially with, like, a bunch of artists hearing that they collab at the festival, or, like, Chance the Rapper is, like, the mayor of the festival. Like, just random things like that seem really interesting. It's like, I want to see this for myself. Yeah, and so because I'm guessing you had never really done a camping festival before that and it was all city-based stuff, like Lollapalooza? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is an interesting thing because, Barry, I can't... I mean, I remember the reason why I started going in the first place, uh, but that was in 2002, 2003. I, I, I can't imagine what the thing would be now mainly because i guess it would everybody's done it why i guess i gotta do it i guess i gotta come now um but the fact that you sort of are pointing to a culture that bonnaroo has created uh seems a little bit more honest than <clears throat> this idiot uh who'd be like ah peer pressure yeah. <laughs> proximity I, mean, I, I like festivals so i want to try everything at least once and this was different than what i had been to at that point so yeah, I totally agree. Proximity was huge for you and me, Brad. I mean, it was so close. That really is. Yeah, yeah if we'd have had to come from Iowa or Minnesota, probably yeah. probably not going to happen to go camp yeah. in the middle I of hear they I hear they call it the land of clear blue sky. <laughs> <laughs> sky yeah. blue waters. Clear. Sky blue waters. Sky Damn blue it. Waters. Yeah. Oh, ah, so close. Stepped all it's, over it's it. It's printed on the can, isn't it? <laughs> is it? What can? No. On the hams can is it not on the can? I thought it was. It's on the box. I think like the special edition. Oh, it's on the box. Uh, oh uh, okay. All right. <clears throat> so Michael, Damn it. obviously your expectations and hopes were were met because you keep going. But uh, what were what was your expectation, and then how was it? I assume better. I can only assume because you went back. Right. Um. No, my expectation was just like as long as you know the sets sound good. Um. And you know, there's, I get not only entertained by, you know, the music that I'm seeing or just like, but also like the extra amenities. 
Like, I'll be completely honest, the whole concept of where in the woods um, kind of was just like, yeah, that's a really cool idea. Like, you can just go somewhere else off in the corner and not go to the actual festival and do whatever you want. And they had an arcade system there that year. And, like, I, this place is fun. And everyone's, like, really, like, unbelievably nice. That's another thing. That's right. Everybody is just so damn happy. (laughs) And, you know, you just don't ever find, you don't, you never get crossed by another person. Uh, We've said it a million times. The the brand uh, is so strong that I, people believe in it so much. Barry, we've never once seen a fight. Never a cross And I can't go a year at Lollapalooza without seeing some idiot uh, throw hands over a corn dog. Um, Never a cross word. uh, Yeah. Hey man, you know, getting you you dropped your wallet or you got out of line to go to the bathroom, you're back, you know. You're fine. St- you're yeah, fine. Get back where you were. I know it yeah. happens all the time. Uh so when you show up, um you guys uh, now how many years is this now for you Parker? 5? This will be 7. Okay. What has been the biggest challenge? Michael, for you, like finding your way into this world, or has everybody sort of like navigated it for you almost because they've been there so long? Uh, I would say, yeah, that that part just kind of like, I remember my first year, Parker had like a whole PowerPoint set up, just like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, so there are five stages, what, which, where, or or what, which, that, this, the other, and I'm just like, whose idea was this? Like, who sat down and thought this was a great idea? And I'm into it now. <laughs> well, it makes for a really bad podcast name. Yeah. It didn't help yeah, us at all. It. Yeah. <laughs> SEO's a tad difficult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> didn't help us a lick. <laughs> well, originally, and, and we're talking to fellow high-level podcasters, but um, the, the thing that got me was I wanted no one to listen to it. <laughs> so my, my, my goal with Barry when he... When, because Barry really wanted it to work. I kept saying to him, I just don't want anyone to find this. I want no one to do listen to it. I don't want them to call. I don't want them to have anything to do with this product. But yeah, I'll do it. Sure. Let's fight my bank. Well, for um, like the first year, if you searched for the what podcast on Google, it would just give you the definition of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is a podcast? What unless, is a podcast? Unless yeah. you put one of our names in the search, you couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly how I wanted it. Exactly <laughs> how it was designed. It's um, called being indie. That's right. Oh yeah, yes, that yeah. is me. That is me. Uh, so, Parker, uh, this um, for you the biggest challenge that you've uh, gone through as you've gone from just a regular attendee to then doing a podcast about it, then to um, becoming a big group. Uh, but that's, what's that transition been like? I mean, just, ma- just making sure that my shotgun game is up to date and, okay. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're practicing now. Is this, uh, you're in training, high level training oh, right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shotgun <laughs> one right now. Do it right yeah. now. <laughs> I, I, I just drank my sugar free Red Bull, so I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> Why? Uh, I mean, this should be the time that you do. You've gotten all hyped. I did. Your hype it's, is high. My, <laughs> sorry, one sec. 
smash yeah. on my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> Any, anything to trash that hat. Anything to trash that hat. I'll take it. You know, to be honest, though, the challenge is just like, you know, because I feel like you've been going so long. I feel like you see people with the immaculate camp setups. You feel like you should be there, right? Like with the inflatable couches and the air conditioned units that like people bring and stuff. But like we're still just lugging around a lot of the same stuff. And yeah, that's we'll us. That's us. <laughs> no, that's us. That's what we do. We got bring the yeah, the AC, the couches, the, the coffee tables, the chest of drawers. You got a bissel? Um, you bringing a bissel yeah. yet? I bring a vacuum. No. <laughs> vacuum. Yeah, real couch, not an inflatable couch. Right. I, along and those I mean, lines, that. Go ahead. Part of I was it is ask just Michael. because yeah. So since we got to come so since we got to go so far, and that's another part of it. And actually, with our group expanding. Uh, it makes it logistically more challenging since we have people flying in and thus not driving. We then have to save room in our vehicles for their stuff. It's the last couple of years with group has made things more. I don't know, Michael, what would you say? More uh, complex. I would say the last seat. Mid? Yeah, that's the best way to <laughs> mid. Not mid. Good, but no, com- <laughs> But These along, vibes are complex. Yeah. Along those lines, I wanted to ask Michael because you'd be a good person to ask because the camping mm. thing is a big issue for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, what 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 is the thing that has made it okay for you? What is the is there one or two things? Like a lot of people think of it that we just sleep in a sleeping bag in a mud pit, you know, and it's it's. But our our <laughs> camp is is. I mean, we've spent a lot of years doing it, so we bring a couch, we bring carpet, we, you know, we're laughing about it, but we bring, we have a, when we do it right, we have a Bloody Mary tent. It, it's not exactly, um, you know, uh, as horrible as people imagine. So what's, what was the thing, I mean, you talked about the music, you talked about getting here, the people are so nice and all that, but as far as that camping issue for the person who's out there thinking, I'm not sleeping in a tent or a sleeping people even look at me like you sleep in a tent and i'm like yeah i i do and i enjoy it and i sleep well so what has it been for you and i and, and parker i'll ask the same i don't know if you're a regular camper uh brad you can look at him and tell he is not uh russ on the <laughs> other hand has his bus <laughs> and loves it i mean he does this every weekend so for the what what what's been that thing for you michael I think for me, it's a fact where when I got there and we actually set it up and everything, I will say it helped joining a group of people who had been there before and figured out at least how to not just make it like, okay, we're intense, but let's make this feel like a like just a bare bones apartment um, and all. And I, yeah, it, it was just really easy to just kind of to climb in. And the fact that while it is camping, you have so many like shops of just food or other necessities and a shower right by where it's like it's it's not necessarily full on you're out in the woods you have to like make a fire and all of that and <laughs> to survive honestly that is exactly that, that is exactly what i thought it was the first year that's why i was so <laughs> panic stricken i i really thought i was bringing everything that i like i i might have to kill a wolf <laughs> uh, do i need to what how do i protect myself i had no idea you're right. I think the I think the most tragic thing we ever attempted, though, Michael, was the pool. Oh my! We yeah. have that conversation too very early, and it's a very bad idea. Terrible idea. It's a horrible <laughs> it's idea. A terrible. 
I just want to. I want it on the public record. I said this was a terrible idea before they committed to it. You did. Yeah. Before they're like, we should try this, and they're like, no, it's gonna be a great idea. And only one person was caught pumping, pumping that balloon for hours. Uh huh. Yeah, I wonder who it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Mike, Michael shows up and we're like, oh, it's going to be fun. Here, and hand this pump that barely works and it keeps breaking. Yeah. <laughs> and then it ended up deflating in under 24 hours. Yeah, um, I also love the idea of all of this uh, water that we should desperately be drinking when it's 107 degrees. Let's put it in this dirty pool and let it rot for about an hour and a half. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's a great idea. Yeah, second um, second guy in is the one I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, to, to the which, to by the question. way, is the name of my is my name of my favorite porno, Barry. Second guy in. <laughs> To to your question, Barry, it also helps like, you know, you put like a touch of money into it. We have we have a guy who goes with us who a a recurring bit is the size of his cot. Um, It's not one size of his what size of his what size of his what size of his what. (laughs) the the size of his uh, camping bed is um (laughs) takes up like a quarter of the space in someone's car uh that's a weird name so what camping bed (laughs) i've never never heard it called a camping bed who isn't judged by the size of his cot (laughs) you know my cot is a shower not a grower okay it's uh i think it doesn't fit in every vehicle I try to park it in, but it really is comfy. Sleeps two. Yeah. Most you know, nights is only one. Yeah, most, is yeah, all, most nights is only one. Oh, the cot jokes. Um, Make sure to wash your cot every I, year, by the way. I, when you get home. Every year? Well, you have to protect yeah. it. Once a year. You know, Once when a you're, year, yeah. When you're not, if you don't know this, but uh, uh, Camp Nut Butter, we tried to make it Disney World. You know, when we got set up there backstage, I started realizing that, oh my God, first off, I'm like you, Michael, I hate camping. I don't like anything about this. And my first few years were miserable, absolutely miserable. And I said to myself, if I, if I have to do this, I got to figure out a way to make this comfortable. Because I, I can't spend four days like like Taco Can or Barry. I just I can't do it. How were the yeah. vibes the first few years? You know what? It's a haze, hazy vibes, very hazy, confusing vibes. I, uh, I I've told the story of my first Bonnaroo a lot of times, but it was the worst experience of my life, and I swore I would never go back. And um, I mean, this was one of the the first. It was the second year, and they really didn't have much control over anything, and. Um, it was a free-for-all in every possible way. Uh, the camping was a mess. I walked into it like you, Michael, thinking I needed to bring everything. I brought a giant grill and food as if, you know, we were going to be stranded for days. And, you know, it was just a – it was a very not thought-out operation on my part. And then every time I went to interact with this festival, it just was a pain in the ass. Uh, the it pouring down rain, one of the worst brainstorms I've ever been through in my life – I, um, there was no direction on the camp. So if you walked out into the camping area and you made a wrong turn, good luck. Because there was no markers, there was no way to find your own, uh, your way back. So you just had to sort of like know how to get there. And we didn't think about that as we walked in. So we tried to walk back out to the car. It's dark. 
all hell breaks loose. We walk for an hour in the wrong direction. On one side, there's like a car on fire. Uh, on the other side, there is somebody on a top of an RV peeing off the side of it. Then a naked woman runs up to me screaming, PCP! Grabs me by the throat and slinkies down my body and to the point where I had to literally like kick her off of my foot. And that's when we panic ran back to anywhere that we could, you know, sit down and regroup. We thought we were in the opening scene of Lean on Me, where the principal is just getting his head beaten in. And I was convinced at some point, like, somebody was just going to walk around and toss me a baby. You know, I'd be stuck with, like, a Bonnaroo baby. And this is where... Slap that baby down. Just slap the baby. That's where I learned. Just slap the baby if somebody tosses you a baby. I mean, I swear to God, there was a guy walking through. Like, when you get... Shakedown Street was, at the time in 2003, was legitimately... Um, a shakedown. Uh, that was not like I don't know what it's like today because I haven't I haven't been down it in a while. But there were guys that were coming in that were selling literally anything they could find. Some guy tried to sell me shoelaces. Uh, here's a dryer door. Uh, th- there was no way that you could get through there without somebody literally from Alf- randomly from from Middle Tennessee who could just walk into the campsite because it was pretty open at that time, and, and plop down on Shakedown Street and just sell everything that they've stolen from cars. It was wild. And I just, everything about it really just, ugh, I hated it. And so the next year, um, I talked to some of the people that went, and they tried to explain how you're supposed to do it and how this thing was supposed to be, and I didn't know any of that. I had no guidance whatsoever. And so it took the year after that, for me to come back. And even then I was like, you know what? I'll go for one day. I'll sleep in the car and uh, I'll go from there. And then after that, every year I started realizing, oh, I really want to, I really want to do this and, 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 and dive in. And that's when we met everybody else, part of Camp Nutbutter. And now Camp Nutbutter, we've got two couches, 700 square feet of carpeting. We've got white picket fence that goes around the entire campsite. We've, you've got a mailbox that you can leave us mail. Three giant tents. We've got a Bloody Mary tent. That's, we have a kitchen. We have Twister. We have a, everybody's cartoon heads on sticks. We have a giant lit marquee. You know, it gets really goofy back there, but that was the only way that I was able to make this, this thing work. Uh, is the next step? Do you have laundry? Ooh, that's a good. We one. do need laundry service. Barry really wanted to enter um Life's enter into you got the that conversation. Dryer door. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've got part of it already. My name. Yeah. Uh, uh, Barry step. really wanted to in- include barnyard animals. Yep. in I the want next chickens. round. He I wants want chickens. chickens. Yeah. Um, I will say this because I've said it before. Um, so I-, I was in my early forties, I guess, and the idea of camping, no way. The paper I went the first year to cover it because there was traffic backed up from Chattanooga to Nashville. So it was a news story, and I went. That was a big story, yeah. It was huge, and uh, they sent me in a photographer, and we spent that first day up there, and I came home and told my wife. I said, I really want to go back. This is really cool. But I didn't want to camp. But three years later, uh, they figured out that they couldn't keep sending the hourly employees, so they needed to send somebody who was on salary, and so that would be me. And I freaked I spent two months reading everything I could on camping, you know, because like Brad said, I mean, I thought I was going to a third world country and I was going to have to pack everything, you know, didn't Uh quite think I was going to have to kill a wolf, but it was pretty close. But at that time, all the concerts that I was writing about and covering, they were all the same. 
I mean, there were arena shows, and every one of them was the same. It didn't matter if it was country or metal or whatever. I mean, you, you, it were so formatted. It was just dull. And so when I went to that Bonnaroo in, in 07, I was like, man, this is why I got into this business in the first place. This is really cool. Uh, went for two, three years by myself, camped by myself, and then ran into, into these guys. Um, and then Camp Nutbutter was born from that. And so then seeing McCartney, and I've said, I've written this many, many times, seeing McCartney, was like, you know, this festival reminded me why I got into the business. Seeing McCartney reminded me why I got into music in the first place. So it's been, it's been a pretty big deal in my life. That's why we're doing this podcast. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of like the moment where it clicked for me that this was going to be something that became part of my entire identity. And, and I think I need to sort of like think about that, Barry, because you just said that there was a moment where you absolutely knew it was going to be part of you forever. I wonder what mine was. I have a couple of like highlights along the way, but I wonder if they were like the moment, the moment. I was on stage for that Jack Johnson show and I looked out onto, this is the when he had to... Uh, jump in after i can't remember who canceled but standing on there and watching him just Mumford, sort of like by Mumford. himself mumford and sons canceled, yeah i think it was mumford yeah and so i think that might have been the moment i don't know i have to really I have to really think about that but that's a really good question i think it was yeah. uh on a saturday night i asked ken weinstein if he could get ashley caps i needed a quote ashley caps was a co-founder and ken sent it up so that ashley actually came and met with me uh sat with me for like 30 minutes and we talked about the festival and what it meant to him that was a big moment for me um that that's when i really realized how big this thing was um to the music world not just me if i had to say like the personal moment for me when it was you know i'm gonna annoy everyone i know uh about this was a 2015 guster set in the afternoon and i had first time i'd gone solo to a show and I went, and they're playing Satellite, one of my favorite songs. And I'm, like, adjacent to this, like, pit of people dancing and vibing. They were probably, you know, very under the influence of something. And uh, I'm just, like, kind of watching, chuckling. And then someone, like, targets me and, like, grabs me and, like, brings me in. And I'm, like, all of a sudden in the middle of this, you know, this thing for Sat Guster Satellite. And I, I just remember being, like, the yeah, vibes were stupendous. These are my people. In that moment. These are my These people. Are my... <laughs> Gusters for lovers. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that is, that is right. Like, you, you look around and like, oh, my God, they refuse to allow me to not have a great time. Uh, those are my kind of people. Right. Yeah. I remember being in my tent early, whatever year it was, going to bed early because that's what I do. And I saw this balloon coming off of the stage, and it was uh, Wayne Cohen and Flaming Lips. And I'm like, what the hell is happening over there? And I got up, went back out and saw this amazing Flaming Lips show. And, and just like you just said, I was like, yeah, this is my, these are my people. This is cool. So I get it. Michael, do you have that moment? Uh, yeah, I would say the, ironically, probably the only what show I went to in 2019, Childish Gambino was kind of that moment that's a pretty good one <laughs> just because it was like that was a great show and just kind it of it was seeing, a great show i i don't think i'd ever been to a headliner show where it truly just kind of felt like first off there was a great view because you know the what has the good view mostly wherever you are but just 
everyone was truly kind of into it, and that's something that, like, like I've been to other headliner sets, like, at Lollapalooza when I went, and it, it felt like there were a lot of watchers, but not a lot of just, like, oh, my God, and that, that was kind of cool. He, like, yeah, was that everybody. was one of the... He, his ability to connect with every single one of the 80,000 people was amazing, wasn't it? It felt like it was just for you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. same with me. He's incredible. I think the moment for a lot of people was uh, probably 2022 Bonnaroo and the Group Plaza emo Roo. Um, I think that shape was that it. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people had a defining moment. I can't believe I missed that. <laughs> yeah, it's the next time they print a book, that photos are going to be uh-huh. in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, what about that? Tell me about the vibes that day, Michael. Vibe check. Vibe check. <laughs> vibes were all over the place. I uh-huh. would say right because like we're already like we're leaving during Japanese breakfast, and it's just like okay, I've got to get. We got to get to this mindset like of a scheduled event that we have, and and just soared. Like as as the time winded down, it just kind of soared up, and it was a great. Are you guys doing it again that. this year? Uh, we're in talks. Okay. In talks. Oh, you're in talks. People, oh, okay. Sorry, I don't mean to break yeah. news here. <laughs> I don't mean to like step on the the big breaking news. I know there's gonna be a big announcement coming. Hope you get the um, numbers yeah. you're wait, asking wait, for. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we source this? Sources. Sources. <laughs> got uh, guys. I got the Ruham scope. It's like sources. <laughs> it's a bunch of words that basically say we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Ha- have consequence. Write something about it. I will. Well, get get on that before before we go. I wanted to play a game with you guys because uh, you know you are so well refined in your beer knowledge. Uh, So you are the quintessential go to beer connoisseurs that also do a podcast about Bonnaroo. So what I'm going to do is ask you to identify if a beer brand is a real beer brand or a fake beer brand. Are you up to this challenge? Ham one and three. Absolutely. Okay, you think you can get through this very hard, this gauntlet of beer brands. All right, so real beer or fake beer brand? Schmitz, the sportsman's beer. Yeah, I'm saying fake. Parker. Okay, from St. Paul, Minnesota, Schmitz is a real beer brand. That was back in the 60s and 70s. Let's go number two. Anaconda malt liquor. Fake. And it's a fake beer brand. You are one yeah. for two, both of you. That's from Black Dynamite. Yes, it is. It sure is. Uh, number three, Alamo beer. Real. Real. Okay. Uh, that is a fake beer from King of the Hill. You are one <laughs> oh, for three. Oh, yeah. I need you to know that every muscle in my body is tense right now. The pressure. <laughs> well, you're an overachiever, your- so I can understand. How's your cut? <laughs> uh, my cot, it's stressed right now. Yeah. It's stressed. A little stressed. <laughs> stressed. Okay. A little taut. A little taut. <laughs> how about the How about the red, white, and blue special lager? That's real. That exists. That's real, I think. Okay. First brewed in 1899. That is real. That is real. All right. You're two for three. If you want to get, uh, this is the only way that you can you can salvage anything. All right. Okay. So, with this final one. Final one. The girly girl beer. This Fake. Okay. Well, the winner of this round is a Mr. 
Ham One because the girly girl, girl beer is the Married with Children beer brand. Uh, congratulations, Parker. You have won something from Barry's basement. Uh, Barry, what do we have for him today? All right. right so out many of the choices. Basement. I don't know. I want, I want that one behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, Ruhams, I'm so uh, happy that you guys uh, jumped on with us. We love you guys, and um, big stand. I'm excited. Big stand. Yeah. Are you big a big stand? stand? Big stand. Big stand. Stand of the I'm show. Stan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used that right, didn't I? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think you can just stand. Just stand. It's not. I don't a, know if you need to be a, a big stand. Is it a noun or a verb? It's a na- It's both. Okay. But it, I don't know if you can big stand. I think you just stand. The big is implied, right? Yeah. <laughs> Super. Fair enough. I mean, it is, but just no just like my cut. So first off, well, I'm really glad you guys did this. I'm really happy that you guys popped on. Thank you for making time. And uh, of course, the podcast. And then you guys are or are not doing emo night at uh, the festival. You are or are not doing that again. Uh, TBD. Okay. Is it really that up in the air? It legitimately is not set in stone. Okay. <laughs> well, if if anyone wants to start like you know a, a petition or a you know um, you know an online petition that we can send a to go a, a GoFundMe dot com. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So what what else do you what else do you do on on site? Do you do anything other than uh, the emo night on site? Um. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know we're down to we're down to if anyone swings by. Um, we're down to shotgun a hams with anyone. The best way to enjoy. Okay, it. what if, what if I what if I swing by? What are we doing? What are we doing what if I swing doing? by other than we're, shot, shotgun shotgunning hams? Uh, I think we sit awkwardly in silence because that's all we do. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I am pretty much into that. <laughs> Just like getting nut butter. Yeah, this is sort of my move. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so can I? About the heat. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do bring Brian Stone along to tag along, just so I have somebody to make fun of at all times. Yeah. Uh, so he does it have to come have to be sidecar. <laughs> it doesn't have to be us. Thank God. It's better yeah, than Brian. Because in New York, I was that guy for a period of time. That's why it's always <laughs> best to have Brian around. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does become a little bit um, not just unnerving, but uh, uh, pretty annoying as shit. The fact that I just can't shut up. I just keep poking and poking and poking. It just never ends. That's why I'm glad Ham 2 isn't here to defend himself. <laughs> <laughs> the, the amount of like stuff that he has to put into that face thing that he's got going on right now is, is out of control. Does he, does he moisturize? Does he... Is it a Brillo pad? What is he using to keep it, you know, plump and alive? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> the kid is is now look like he's selling newspapers in the 20s on the side of the road. You know, he's like, oh, we got a newspaper He's got this whole new look like he's a newsboy from the 20s. It's a very strange... It's a strange look. <laughs> anyway, it's to send him a picture. In fact, Taco, put a picture of him up on yeah, the uh, on yeah, the screen here, and we'll uh, we'll let everybody enjoy. Okay, we'll, we'll put a picture up right here. Please, yes. <laughs> Looks great. Looking fantastic, Looks, Parker. Yeah. Thank you for supplying us. Supplying us the photo of Ham too. He's not here to defend himself. Uh, the one piece of advice you're giving to anybody at Bonnaroo this year, whether it be a, a show to see, um, thing to do, uh, 
thing to bring, not to bring, et cetera. What's, what's Ham 1 and 3's biggest piece of advice for Bonnaroo 2023? Stay cool and please don't go too hard too early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the one I always it, break. Mm-hmm. He always does. I tell Taco every year. What is my number? What is my number? I've got two two rules. Taco number one and number two. What are they? Don't uh, don't get your cot wet. Yep. And don't uh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't go don't, too hard too early. Those are my and two I, rules. I, yeah, and I violate those every year. Every year. Don't yeah. go hard on don't go hard on Thursday and just don't have sex. There's just it's no there's no need. Yeah. Keep, uh, your, keep your cot dry. Yeah. Keep yeah. keep the cot dry. Uh, uh, don't don't miss don't miss the bets. That's a gimme though. So I'll follow up and Charby. say. Yeah, uh, I knew that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, wear pads to knock loose. Is what I, is my tip. <laughs> you guys really like this knock loose, don't you? I just can't. It's just I hear. I get it's for some some people, but it's it's it, not for me. Ham two is That's the, the best main. Way to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> ham two is the main uh, lover. This kid uh, is really this. holding some aggression, isn't he? <laughs> He's got a lot of like <laughs> demons that he is holding in, isn't he? <laughs> this kid. He's got to sell a lot of newspapers. He's under <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> Brewham Podcast. The next episode, I guess, is coming out in uh, what? Uh, June? Uh, yeah, day before. Yeah, day before Bonnaroo. Day before. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Solid. Also, Barry's very upset he's never been invited on. No, I've been on. Oh, I've well, that's how much I listen. Uh, <laughs> no, so, man, you remember? <laughs> no, I remember. It was, like, it was like early on, and uh, I think it was one of the first to use like a camera, and, and it remember it shot like up my nose, and all like you could see yeah. was the top of my <laughs> the ceiling of yeah. my room. Yeah, <laughs> this was before I knew what I was doing. <laughs> you, before in fact, you Taco, remember, before he noticed. No, doing. I was on live. <laughs> what I I was on live, and Brad, you even like texted me <laughs> while oh, it I was did? happening. Yeah, you're like, oh no, I don't even remember this. It, it looks shitty. You need to fix that camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm always here to help. Yep. Always here to help, Dad. Uh, ham one, ham three. Nice to see you guys. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.